Hello humans, hello humans. October 6th, 10.35 a.m. Heading back outland, heading back to the ocean here. Been in town doing meetings and, and such. Anyway, it's a, it's a good time of the year. I just made an arrangement to pick up some cider apples here um, next week. Uh, Going to start some of my ferments. Shaman usually start making their uh, transformative elixirs uh, around this time of year as the fruits uh, ripen. Usually it's a, a fruit product that is the base for uh, the fermentation. So good time of the year. Going to start making some uh, medicinal fermentations here. Anyway though, what I wanted to talk about now was what I'm going to call the big gap. And it's historically we've had these before. This is going to be a very interesting one. This is uh, an intellectual gap. Uh, we would see these with um, between countries uh, frequently or between systems. So, um, for instance, in the 1950s, in the, uh, say from 1954 or 55, something like that, all the way through to uh, the late 60s, probably 68 or so, there was this thing that was called the brain drain. And it was a form of a gap. There was a, an arbitrage for uh, brains uh, for smarts and so smart people in many countries were coming to the United States because uh, we here in America would pay top dollar for big brains and so there was the British brain drain and the Dutch and German brain drains where their um, top scientists and professors and that kind of thing were hired by uh, American institutions and American companies. And so this uh, drain was uh, something of a concern for those countries where all of the smart people were leaving. And we saw this brain drain uh, eventually cross the um, Iron Curtain during the Cold War and we, we got Soviet, hung, uh, Hungarian, uh, Czechoslovakian, you know, Armenian, all, all the Ukrainian, all these different kinds of people uh, on the other side of the Iron Curtain also responding to the brain drain where they could get out uh, and then to be employed. And to a certain extent in the 50s and 60s, the uh, a side job of the economic hitmen that were out there working to destroy the uh, enemy system, the Soviet system, the communism, um, they would in these various countries, whenever they came across somebody that had particular smarts or skills or whatever, they would make them an offer and see what they could do to uh, engineer these people getting out of that particular circumstances to come on over here and work for um, uh, an American institution or corporation. And so the brain drain was, it was significant. Uh, we had a big influx of um, uh, English and even to some extent Australian people leaving their native 
areas and it impacted the countries they left very significantly and it caused those countries to have to react both monetarily and with um, uh, legal and other incentives to keep their uh, smart people there. And so we had this smart people gap. Now, right at the moment, our uh, institutions in, in our American institutions are indeed captured by communists. And as a result of that capture, we, uh, because the communists have to do language queering, knowledge queering, gender queering, and all of this, just to get into power, because no one wants to be a communist natively. You have to be basically forced into it by uh, adverse circumstances and uh, engineered into it by social engineering. But so our um, communists in this country are dumbing down the uh, United States, but they've only been doing it for like 50 years. It takes a long time to really get kicked in. It's just now starting to get kicked into its maximum um, uh, effort. And that effort is would have yielded results of a really dumb fucking United States, a dumb fucking America in uh, another generation, right? Another 12 years of schooling and it would have completed, everybody here would have been uh, an idiot prepared to go live in idiocracy. But uh, that's not going to happen. The counterinsurgency is active. The counterinsurgency is going to win and it will change things here very radically and uh, in a sharp way. Okay, so we'll have a very sharp change and we'll start rebuilding these institutions as the uh, culture war basically comes to an end over these next couple of years and the uh, communists are defeated. Now, this is what's going to create the gap. Okay, so we, we do have a gap because other countries have not been as uh, language queered as us. Uh, you know, Australia, New Zealand, uh, um, England, UK, yeah, they've been really fucked over. Uh, but they were never much competition for uh, American firms anyway. And so um, they don't represent too much of a problem uh, for the uh, reduced abilities of our current situation. But, um, and, and truly some areas like India, you know, and, and so on have not been affected. China really has though. Uh, they've had a, a big issue, uh, which we can go into some other time, but in any event though, so the gap that's going to form is, or is forming now is indeed an intelligence gap. Okay. So we've got, um, a lot of people here that are, uh, going to be responding to circumstances and their response is going to be, uh, the beginning or the, um, uh, create the visibility of this particular gap. Now this gap is a smarts gap, but it's a very particular kind of a smarts gap, not just a generalized smarts or engineering or, you know, um, science in general or whatever, right? We've got real science problems here in the Western world because of the corruption, because the corruption has gone through all of the educational institutions as well as all of the um, science institutions. And so 
we've got real problems with the corruption, but these things can be uh, shed relatively easily and uh, relatively quickly. Now, I am suspecting that as part and parcel of this current uh, thrashing around and uh, uh, undoing of the social engineering of the uh, World Economic Forum, the mother weffers there, as we undo all of that, we will be exposing stuff here in America that uh, is already creating the uh, big gap. Now, the big gap is what uh, China, the Chinese military, to a certain extent the Russian military, although at the moment they're not seeming to be too concerned about it, uh, but in any event, the big gap is something that these other nations uh, will respond to. And this gap will be exposed as we peel off all of the layers of the fake acad um, Academy of Arts and Sciences here in the United States, as we get rid of the corruption that has uh, led to uh, assholes, asshats like um, Fauci declaring himself to be science, right? You can't, can't question him or you're questioning science can't question anybody about any fucking thing or you're questioning science, according to the uh, dogmatists, the, the ideologues, the uh, communists. And when you question these things, obviously this is bad for the uh, establishment, the institutions. But we must question those. We must peel back all of this stuff in order to get at reality because they've uh, basically narradimed us, right? They've created a narradime, uh, a narrative that that in turn supports a paradigm that is false. And that paradigm does not reflect reality. And we need to start reflecting reality because we've got some big issues. Now, this um, big gap is going to show up as an intelligence gap around the UFO issue, right? Around UFO technology, around UFO science, uh, around that kind of physics. All of these things will be impacted and in, in part of this gap. So we'll get uh, into this situation where we start um, rebuilding the politics here. The central banking structure around the planet starts dying its ability to bribe and control people will fall apart and those people that have been bribed and controlled blackmailed and um, threatened with murder and all this kind of stuff in order to keep themselves keep the information quiet they won't be quiet anymore and all this information is going to come out as a result of all the information coming on out it will be discovered that we've really been working on reverse engineering all of these space alien things and we're going to show up as having uh, a fairly large uh, gap between ourselves and the next uh, closest competitor, which probably is China. Uh, anyway, though, the big gap uh, will continue for probably decades. Uh, this um, understanding of new physics is going to allow the new electrics to develop, uh, which we haven't seen those, right? I'm saying right now we have not seen any examples of the new electrics. This uh, electric car bullshit, the electric transportation bullshit, uh, is the last gasp of the old paradigm of the fake physics. And as the new physics emerges, which is closer to reality, which is a closer to understanding of reality, we will get a, a new electrical industry developing uh, that's going to be 
uh, decentralized, distribu distributed, uh, highly efficient. Um, it'll be self-improving in the sense that uh, it'll be self-refining. And that is, we'll have an invention and there will be a Kaminoric effect of uh, people, other people messing with that invention that will refine it. Uh, ancillary inventions will feed into it. There will be a positive feedback loop within this inventive process so that we become very efficient about uh, refining concepts relative to, or refining uh, devices relative to concepts within the new physics. And this could be a, a good time. In, invention is going to get a big kick in the butt, and we will see a, um, uh, a burgeoning of this uh, sci-fi world in the form of all these new inventions and devices that will be being kicked out, M most of them dealing with electrics, with electricity. Now, uh, the big gap is going to be seen by the other nations around the planet as uh, not a good thing. And they're going to be very upset about this, and they're going to start struggling and devoting more and more of their resources towards the um, uh, reverse engineering sp and probably even stealing our, our uh, secrets and this kind of thing, right? And, but they're going to do their own reverse engineering, their own inventions uh, off of this new understanding of physics. And we will get a uh, competition going that will further enhance the whole process. Now, at this time, uh, America is going to be going through, what, and, and um, all other countries that are involved in the central bank collapse will be going through a depression, will be going through a period of time of reallocation, reconciliation, uh, reassessment, again, of reality, because so much of it has been hidden from us by the mother weffers and their uh, Academy of Arts and Science saying this is science and, and that's bullshit, when usually it's the other way around. But in any event, um, the sort of the saving grace uh, for America is that our deep state is fascinated by the space alien technology and has siphoned off so much money to put into space alien technology over these last 50 years that we will have that level of uh, advantage when it comes to the space alien gap. So it's not like a brain drain, although we will see once things start kicking in here, so maybe 2024, 2025 or 6, we'll see a um, an expansion wave go through our social order in which our corporations will be once again getting into sort of a brain drain situation where they're trying to hire uh, smart people from other countries because there will be a need because we will be in an expansion mode uh, you know the central bank will have been killed uh, the Federal Reserve it, it will be dead uh, we'll have a, a sound money and a uh, very much differently organized social order. This, the differences will be uh, sharp enough that it will present a clear choice to people outside of this country uh, that are struggling with these same issues in other areas. So our country will have a, after we've come through the, or as we are coming through this process of rebuilding uh, from the 
war with the mother weffers. Um, we'll have a, a much cleaner uh, vision and view of uh, where we're at, what we want to do, and the science and stuff that's uh, going to help us do that. Anyway, though, the uh, it's my thinking that the big gap is going to, as I say, probably emerge in the 2026 and lead us for the next, uh, at least the next decade. I think it'll be a phenomenon very much like the brain drain of the 60s as certain things happen within our social order and, and uh, we start changing here. There are already people now, um, primarily, as far as I know, primarily in the defense subcontractor business uh, here in the United States, although I also am um, informed of similar kinds of operations in uh, China. But um, uh, there are people already that are working on the expectation of this big gap emerging. They don't see it as the big gap. They're just seeing it as the new wave of technology, the new physics, and uh, they're already putting their, um, their corporations into a position to be able to take advantage of that. So I know of some defense subcontractors, people I've spoken to, uh, directly uh, CEOs and uh, chief planning officers and chief financial officers for some of these corporations that are uh, trying to position themselves now for something three years down, four years down the road, where they'll be in a position to uh, be taking advantage of stuff that they're sort of already working on now and can't really talk about, but hopefully they think they'll be able to talk about it shortly. That shortly is, in their minds, close but undefined. So it might be a year, two years, even ten years would fit this uh, idea of shortly because they've been dealing with uh, suppression of their work and their information for 50 plus years, 60 plus years. So the idea of it being released is something that they have to adjust to and that they have to plan for. And many of them now, are in, uh, the ones I've spoken with, are very keenly aware of the uh, imminent failure or the current failing of the uh, deep state central bank uh, empire and its uh, currencies. And so they're, they're planning on how to survive this as a going concern. And in fact, their, their efforts now are beyond mere survival, and they're planning on business expansion, how they would deal with a, a new and developing world, given certain kinds of circumstances actually appearing. And we see uh, hints, temporal markers, so to speak, of those circumstances actually developing now, uh, to which recently has provided those individuals in corporations that were the leaders and the and the instigators of planning for new directions, it's giving them uh, support and credence within their own organizations because they've been able to predict that certain circumstances would develop and in fact they have developed relative to 
uh, finance and also relative to science. So, uh, given this, uh, a bunch of the subcontractors are making, uh, or the ones I've talked to, I mean, I don't know a bunch, I've talked talk to enough that I was rather surprised that there was um, this much forethought in, in the military-industrial complex subcontractor uh, arena, right? I didn't know they were this savvy that they were really looking out this far and saying, oh, this is going to develop, that's going to happen, we need to do this, and so on. But that's where we're at right now. And so seeing this now and seeing the uh, analogs to this uh, move in uh, the brain drain of the 50s and 60s, I can project that, well, certain things are going to be occurring relative to that new brain drain, so to speak, that, that new competition around knowledge that will alter the uh, global social balance. Not only will it alter the relationship between uh, countries, but nation states, but it's also going to be moving through the countries and altering relationships within the countries between power groups. So, for instance, we'll, in the future, I suspect we will see a lot fewer academics showing up as government advisors. And the uh, professorial kind of people that uh, thought that they were going to get um, cushy jobs rendering opinions for government will find that no one wants to talk to them, that they're, they're um, being a professor of a particular kind of science won't won't cut it anymore because that science is going to the and the institution that promulgated it and supports them and in which they work is going to be seen as being uh, tainted and uh, corroded by the corruption of the uh, currencies having infiltrated into the academy. This alteration of the relationship in, the, in every country, including ours, um, between the government and the academics is also going to go and extend to the social order. So as right now, as a result of the actions of the last couple of years, a very large segment of the population no longer has any faith whatsoever in any medical pronouncement or any medical person, including professors of medicine and, and um, ancillary uh, medicinally related sciences. And if they pop off with these pronouncements and, and put articles in journals and stuff, everybody says, eh, so what? You know, it's all bogus, it's bullshit, it's politically tainted, we're not listening to you. And the cachet of these individuals has definitively dropped to the point that it's visible and there are certain changes going on, such as uh, Wiley and Sons out of um, uh, London, New York, and, and uh, there's, I think maybe it was Japan. Anyway, the publishing house is, is withdrawing maybe thousands, maybe thousands of articles out of peer-reviewed journals because those 
uh, articles never should have been printed because they uh, passed the process due to, quote, unethical actions, which we can say flat out is bribery and corruption. And that being the case, somebody who's a professor of science teaching XYZ about physics is going to get a real shock when it turns out that XYZ, although it had been written up repeatedly in science journals, was bogus. And it was bogus from the get-go, and the first article was uh, printed as a result of corruption. And so there you go, the whole science has been taken down a uh, cul-de-sac of um, corrupted information. This level of corruption throughout the so whole social order due to the uh, corruption of the currency and the central bank and the fact that it is truly an evil, corrupt currency itself with the debt attached and so on leads us to this point now where we find that there's, you know, political corruption, election corruption, legal corruption, uh, media corruption, academic corruption, science corruption, and um, a medical corruption. And all of these uh, are all becoming exposed and they will be rejected by the people. So uh, I, we've seen some examples of people actually going on out and shooting and, uh, and even short of that being violent with um, people that had rendered uh, an opinion that, oh yes, this vaccine is safe and effective and people die from it, right? 61,000 millennials have died already in, a, in like less than 18 months. It took uh, my generation 15 years of the Vietnam War to kill only 58,220. So the millennials have done us one better and they've done it in less than 18 months. But this is not the end of it. The millennial generation between those people between 25 and 44 is gonna to continue to die at an accelerating rate as we go forward. So we've lost 61,000 out of that generation thus far and we'll lose another 61,000 this year, and we'll lose another 61,000 or more the year after that, etc. It's just gonna keep rolling on through. These are gonna have impacts everywhere, not only in the alteration of the workforce and the changes in labor market and all of that, but in the ability of the uh, people that are on the side of the fucking communists to be able to bullshit you. And so when someone comes on up to me with a needle and says this is safe and effective, I say, you know, take one step closer and I'm going to lay you on the ground. And if you struggle after that, I will kill you because you're intent on murdering me. And uh, I know this because of so many people that have been murdered by the clot shot. And that the social order promotes the murder is neither here nor there. It is still, nonetheless, murder. And just because it's legally sanctioned doesn't mean that it's uh, morally correct. And now we're in a fourth generation warfare and morality triumphs. Uh, morality is the, uh, the ultimate uh, pivot upon which this fourth generation warfare will hinge. So, uh, you know, <laughs> the communists have no morals, and so they're they're bound to lose. In fact, they're working very very diligently on losing this war. But anyway, the gap is there. It's going to be seen in these next few years, and we'll really see it. Like I say, probably 
2024, 5, or 6, when we start seeing whole new industries uh, popping up in the Americas that don't exist anywhere else that will be thought of as being radical based on our current science understanding, which is bogus. But these new industries will be producing devices, um, efforts, energies, and uh, technologies and techniques that are going to fuel our sci-fi world in the next hundred plus years. And we're right here right now. So it's going to be a good time. It's going to be quite exciting to be watching the gap uh, develop globally. Anyway, guys, so stay woo and stay focused so you don't miss anything.